It's episode 50. I discuss, does personal branding really matter? Claire Barn, personal branding strategist and CEO and co-founder of the Online Profile Pros and Claire Barn Group. Claire firmly believes that not having a personal branding is no longer an option. Whether we recognise it or not, we have already have a personal brand and it's either making or losing us money. She spent decades empowering entrepreneurs, executives and startup investors and founders to become leading authorities in their space. She helps entrepreneurs leverage their personal brand to develop the authority, influence and trust they need to exceed their business goals. Please enjoy the episode and thanks for being a fab listener. Support me by subscribing and telling your friends. Welcome to the Johnny Ross Audio Experience. I'm Johnny Ross, founder and digital marketing strategist of Fleet Marketing. Each podcast, I'll be bringing you an expert to inspire you, to give you some great business growth takeaways, and to get you thinking about marketing and the bigger picture of how businesses can improve, adapt, and grow. I look forward to sharing this with you on each podcast. So here we go. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we are live on LinkedIn. We're live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook. Uh, I've got Claire Barn with me. How are you? I'm doing very well, Johnny. Thank you for having me. I'm so sorry. I only realized just as we got into the green room that it's like quite early in the morning for you right now. You're in you're in LA <laughs> yes. uh, and it's uh, you've got your coffee. So hopefully yes. that'll keep you yes. going yeah yes. <laughs> uh, but thank, thank you so much for for joining us um we're going to be discussing personal branding today um and you know do we need it does it matter um you know do, is it going to make any difference and 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 can it could it negatively affect our roi well let's explore those things we're going to explore mm-hmm. those things but claire you are the uh, a personal branding strategist you're also the ceo and co-founder of online profile pros and the uh, Claire Bond Group. Yes. Claire, how did you get into personal branding? Um, well, <clears throat> um, basically, I always say I, I cut my teeth working in uh, Fortune 500 companies in, in uh, New York City. And I was doing marketing and PR um, events for them. And I really learned a lot about marketing, but I really had a passion for acting. So I started doing went back into acting and um went out for uh commercials and movies tv all that kind of stuff and what i learned is that i needed to personally brand myself so what i lacked in in you know kind of acting experience i was able to use my marketing experience and get a website get all my social media handles start kind of creating content around who i was and how a casting director should should cast me or or call me in for a job And it really started to make me think about the fact that I could kind of mold that narrative. This is the type of roles that I'm right for. This is what you should call me in for. So if you don't know anything about acting and how it works, you submit your, um, your your agent manager will submit you for a job and little teeny thumbnails will show up on the screen. So basically this thumbnail needs to pop. So it needs to say, it needs to speak this picture needs to speak to them. Um, obviously, having a great photographer and all that kind of stuff, but you really start to realize it's so important 
how you put yourself out there and that picture can be so important. I mean, your LinkedIn photo is super important. Um, but <clears throat> that was my kind of first foray into it. And then I had my acting friends, you know, in classes and improv class and things like that. They were like, Hey, can you build my website? Can you brand me? Can you help me figure out what my type is? And it kind of went from there. Then I started online profile pros. Um, and basically, um, we help people build their online profiles for online dating and LinkedIn. So you never really think about the fact that you need to have, you need to be personally branded for online dating, but super important, right? You don't want to go out there with a bad profile. You don't want to go about out there with bad, um, you know, written profile and all that kind of stuff. So it's so important to help again, craft that narrative. Um, and then from there we were, um, this was in 2019, I was in San Francisco um, pitching online profile pros for funding. And um, I met, a, I was on a podcast with a very well-known angel investor here in, in, in California. And uh, his name is Jason Calacanis. And he basically come at, came up with the idea. He was like, you know, you kind of started out with essentially, if you know anything about like Uber, he's like, you started out with like Uber X where you need to go with Uber Black, go high end. <laughs> And, and the, you know, you can see the, you can see that episode on, I have it on my website because it was that pivotal for me. So anyway, he came up with the idea of personally branding people. He's like, go after like, you know, angel investors and, 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 um, real estate agents. And, um, you ever, I don't know if you have those, the shows, um, like a millionaire or a million dollar listing Los Angeles and New York and everything like that. Like these type of people, Great they're shows. perfectly branded, right? Yeah. The, the, everything, everything down to what they wear and all that kind of stuff. So that is, you know, my first client was an angel investor and he's still a client today. So that is how it came to be. <laughs> you've just, so, you've, you, you've just made me think, uh, E-Myth Revisited. What was mm -hmm. Michael Gerber? Have you ever read that book? E-Myth Revisited mm -mm. by Michael Gerber. It's a great book about, um, processes and, and, uh, and sales and it was it's it's sort of how to take a small business and make it bigger and it, there's a big story about McDonald's in there and and, and everything else but one of the things he talks about because you just said you know even to what you were is that mm. he's all about testing so you know go out there and test a, a blue suit versus a gray suit and see if there's yeah. a difference and and so how, how important because I'm cu curious actually you know maybe maybe uh straight off into a, a tunnel here but um in terms of clothing how important is clothing in personal brand? And the reason I ask it is because I think COVID has changed a lot in terms of how people are dressing. So yeah. is, is how important is clothing in this, Claire? I mean, really, any, any way you want to use your personal brand for dating, LinkedIn, a job, clients, whatever, it's going to be super important. So, you know... Um, it, it, I definitely think if you have to make an impact in a video or in a little photo or wh whatever you're using, yeah, use something. I mean, obviously I wouldn't wear black because my hair blends right in. <laughs> I know this is a bad idea, but you know what? This is a really warm cashmere sweater. So I was like, I'm wearing it. Um, but <laughs> for, people I know my... for people listening, Claire looks great even so. Thank you. <laughs> But, but like, this is more what I should be wearing, right? Because it's it's such a contrast with my skin. And so a contrast so of color. I, yeah. So you know things like that and how to look good on camera. And, um, you know, don't wear patterns because you get the moray effect and things like that. So it's very, very important. Um, I think that 
with COVID um, that people have kind of, that it's okay to dress down and you can make that choice. But I mean, you know, my, my um, uh, business partner and I, we will always like, you know, even if like he has like, uh, you know, schlubby pants on or something, he'll always like put, put his, but you know, button down on for his meetings. He's like, Hey, here I am. You know, and then he have his t-shirt on underneath or whatever. So it's funny because you, I just think that <clears throat> it is very important because it makes a statement. And it's just, if you really think about the fact that you're on Zoom, it's so, it's such a little thing, you know? And I do think that, you know, I put on makeup this morning and it was kind of hard to put on makeup when it's super early, <laughs> but it makes an impact. And it's, it's that unspoken kind of, um, you know, the words actually, um, I, I, I'm friends with a couple of wardrobe stylists and we actually have wardrobe stylists on, on staff that, that will work with all of our clients. And this is the kind of stuff that we talk about really how, how they are portraying themselves and, um, <clears throat> the type of clothing that we want them to wear in their photo shoots. Cause we do initial photo shoot when we onboard somebody because we want it on their website. We want it to use it for social media imagery or anything else. Um, YouTube thumbnails. If you think about, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, the photo that you use for for your podcast, like the, all of those things say something. There's a reason why you're leaning on a, on a you know, on a brick wall. Like, th there's so many things that kind of go into that, and it speaks volumes. I, I'd like to take credit for that, uh, but I, I think it was the photographer that told me to lean into the wall at the time. Uh <laughs> well, it's it's a it's a big it's a good photography technique. You can kind of get that the bokeh. Do you know how it kind of blends blends in? The, the oh, bokeh is like oh, where, where the background blurs. Oh, I don't know if I know the bokeh. Oh, yeah, I need to get to know it. Bokeh. B-O-K-E-H. Um, we've already had a, a comment. Uh, Helen Morell. <clears throat> uh, it's always good to provide examples for us to work from Claire. So uh, that's obviously helping already. Uh, if you are watching live with us right now, you're very welcome to ask questions. Uh, as I said, <clears> we're on YouTube, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about how personal branding uh, can uh, increase business opportunities, increase visibility, increase credibility, and whether, um, whether it really matters. So let's just um, uh, understand it here, uh, Claire. If I you know, is personal branding needed for all types of business people? Is it only certain types that work better? Is it, is it sort of uh, small businesses? Is it, is it, you know, big Everyone. organizations? Tell well, us. So one thing I want to say is while what you wear is important, it's kind of, it's kind of, yes, what you wear is really important. Wear something that that is impactful and then move on because that is a very, very small portion of what you need to do. And, and so I, that's, yeah, and I'm and I'm glad you've said that because I I, yeah. I said I was taking us into a little tunnel. Uh, um, yeah, so and, I and, I want to make sure that that, yeah. that is like it's, it's like yes and now move on. Let's like, scrap just, clothing. Let's move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, but it's important. But I just don't want to get so focused. Yeah. You know, analysis paralysis on. Oh no, no, I have to wear these things. So, um, so, so basically, big picture, big picture. Yeah, yeah. The most important thing is that you need to demonstrate your expertise to gain, you know, to get the no like and trust factor, whatever you want out of your personal brand, whether it's a job, opportunities, clients, press, um, speaking engagements, you have to demonstrate your expertise and why you should be, get those opportunities. Um, 
And I think that is really, really important. Whether you are trying to get a job, right? You are up against a lot of people. There are, and there are a lot of people that are that are not, you know, making sure they're personally branded and making sure that all of their stuff is kind of, uh, you know, just really buttoned up. They they're sloppy. Don't be sloppy. So that you know that is really, really impactful. Um, and then if you you're looking for opportunities. Um, we have a lot of angel investing and venture capital, um, private equity, um, people that we work with and they want deal flow because they can't be out there going like, Hey, do you want some money? <laughs> like that's weird and sleazy. So they have to go out there and talk about why they're the best, why they're a great angel investor to work with, why you want to work with them and not somebody else. So that is how they go. And they, so it's through testimonials, social proof, all this kind of thing. So it's constantly, it's sharing information that it actually helps people. And it's, it's kind of turning the, the thought process of, of, of how to market yourself upside down. It is not about selling. It is not about telling people why you're fantastic. Um, you have to help people through content that you're sharing. Like, you know, the comment that was just there. Thank you for those actionable tips. That's the kind of content and information that you have to share. Cause they're like, Oh, you do know what you're talking about. I'll keep listening. I will follow you. I will subscribe to your podcast. Those are the things that you want people to do. And they're not going to do it. If you're just like, Hey, I'm here. I'm great. Oh, did you know I'm great? Did I tell you that I'm great? Doesn't do anything. You have to tell them why. And that is only through giving, giving great information. I mean, my team will constantly be like, so Claire, do you want me to mention that, that, you know, maybe they should join your masterclass and do these things. I'm like, Oh yeah, I completely forget to sell. Because I'm always in giving mode, but it works for me. Because I mean, when I have people that'll sign up um, to do consultations with us to do be one of our concierge clients um, to start working with us, and I mean, I mean, it's almost ten out of ten. They'll say, "How did you? How did you find out about you?" YouTube and Google, or YouTube, Google, LinkedIn, Instagram. They'll find me on all on my channels, and that is why it's so important because they. I didn't, I didn't, it's not like I recognize their name. Like, Oh, this is someone I've had a conversation with on social media. No, they literally saw something that I, I shared, or, um, I actually, one person said that I was mentioned in an MIT forum. (laughs) 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 MIT. Awesome. I didn't even go there. Um, but you see what I mean? People will talk about you. They'll, that's why it's important. So it doesn't matter. I mean, think about anything you want. Do you want to get into that really cool club, private club, Soho house, whatever it is, right? It's your personal brand. They're going to dig deep into, into, you know, Google and and your social media and who do you know, um, all that kind of stuff. So it really, your personal brand will really follow you anywhere you go. So if you're not paying attention to it, you should at least know what's out there about you because you may not like it. Yeah, so so like you said, it's not just for people looking for a job. It could be a, an investor, an angel uh, that's wanting a deal flow. Like you said, you might be in you know the best job in the world in a large organization, but if you want more deals, mm-hmm. then personal branding is one of the ways to achieve that. That's yes. what we're saying here, isn't it? Yeah. And and interestingly, you know, uh, because I I've done a lot of talks to students at universities uh, just about to graduate, going from student to salary, how they achieve that. Well, they need to think of their online reputation and actually what picture they've painted on social media. Yes. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and that, no, like you know, crazy bong photos. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of that. 
those. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just hide them. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, but and and I, I guess you've sort of insinuated this uh, because I've I've always thought that you know we've talked about B to B and B to C, but it's mm-hmm. P to P. It's people to people, isn't it? Yeah. And H and, to H, uh, whatever we want to human human. Yeah. Human to human, even better. I've not heard of that one. Yeah, I, I was actually so, corrected by my by my business partner. I said P to P, and he's like, "No, it's H to H." I'm like, oh, "Okay, sorry." <laughs> is that is that more politically correct? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, I I actually said it on a, a call with one wait, of my clients. And so. Wait till it's human to alien. That'll be soon. Uh, you know, but who knows? I live in so, Los Angeles, so I've heard it all. <laughs> so, um, uh, where I was going with this was that uh, people buy from people that they. Yes. Uh, but trust where i was going with right. this was people buy people people need trust in the equation when they're buying something so and let me does personal like, branding help build trust yes well so i was sorry to talk over you on that one um Absolutely. basically the story that i wanted to say is that um we actually i literally when we when we bring on a client that we work with i don't we have to agree um that there is synergy in in the working relationship so we had a client early on um, that he had in the B2B space, he was, it was super niche. I mean, so unbelievably niche. And and the people that he was dealing with were, you know, CXO level people. They were constantly being sold to on LinkedIn. Like you just can imagine being bombarded, right? Everyone wants to talk to you. Everyone wants your money. Everyone wants a, you know five minutes of your time, right? There's no way that you can go go about it and be different because everyone's tried something with these people. So basically, the, their marketing department, his business, because he was a CEO, um, his marketing team was like, okay, we need to kind of think out of the box. Let's go hire. Let's get you personally branded. But his whole thing, um, and it could have been this mindset of like, you know, obviously knowing the bottom line and the stress of you know, I need to make sales. But you can't lead with that because that is desperation and that will like repel people rather than, you know, magnetize them to you. So we couldn't get him to understand that he needed to not be fixated on the leads and the sales and and turn everything into a sale. Like I kind of think of like a rattlestick just going in going, you know, (laughs) like you don't want to strike. It is not attractive. It will make people go like, whoa. I mean, think about how you would react if a snake went after you. You'd be like, okay, I'm leaving. (laughs) So you really have to think about that. And we ended up parting ways because it just did not work. We just did not see eye to eye. And now when we bring somebody on, I mean, that is one of the the key things we lead with in, in our like, you know, first discussions with them is like, you need to lead with giving. You need to have like essentially altruism in your heart when you are doing this, because that, because people can see through that. If people thought I was lying they wouldn't trust me, you know, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't be like, Oh, Claire, let's talk about this because they would think they're like, Oh yeah, there's something about her. That's just like really off. Like, ugh, I think she's lying. You know, you can't, you, there's no way to hide that even in this two dimensional kind of thing. You can see it, you can see it in people's eyes. And that's the kind of thing that, yeah, that's why you can't run from it. Right. So, and, and storytelling and telling real things that have happened and just being real, just being authentic. 
that will connect people to you. You know, I've shared stories for me um, when I was having to go and do a lot of pitching in Silicon Valley. It's very scary, you know, going up there. And I grew up in San Jose, so I'm not scared of being in San Jose. But like going and, and doing these pitches and in front of all these people, I felt like I was 12 years old and I was like kind of shrinking. Right. So I complete imposter syndrome. I'm like, I don't belong here. I don't. Da, da, da. Um, and actually one of my mentors, um, it, for the former CEO of eHarmony, um, if you're familiar with that website. So Grant Langston, um, he's on our board of directors for online profile pros. And, um, I talked to him about it and he's like, yeah, we've all dealt with it. I'm like, you too. So you start to kind of, and I did a, I did a, um, a blog about it and it gets a lot of comments and people coming and looking at it. When you start to share real things that other people will inevitably deal with, that makes you magnetic. That makes you real. And it can, that's, that's how your personal brand can, can work for you. So yeah, it's, it's so important and it's so important not to sell because the act of giving will sell because it's trust. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got a few comments and I'll just uh, cover a couple. And I think that to be fair, this one is, is sort of, you've, you've answered some of this, but let's just clarify. So Stephen Cree, uh, should projecting a personal brand ever come at the expense of being authentic? He's then followed it up with, uh, I think I know the answer to that one. I think that was whilst mm -hmm. you were talking, but is there not a danger of projecting someone other than your true self? I mean, yeah, you should always be your true self. You know, I, I, I fully believe in that. Yeah. I, I that's, uh, uh, the thing is, um, because I work with a lot of coaches too. Um, and you are never like a lot of people in the coaching space, they're, they're afraid of competition. So they're afraid of like, of, of like Oh God, there, there's all these people in this space. It's a crowded space. I shouldn't jump in there. Well, there's no one in this space. Then you probably shouldn't jump in there either because maybe there's really not a market for it. So basically you need to figure out how to differentiate yourself from the other people. And you need to do that with your personal brand and you need to be authentic and kind of like what I was just talking about with that client that we've fired. <laughs> I, I don't want people like that ever. I will not hire people like that again. If they come to me, I'm going to tell them it's not a good fit. So I think through and lately, really, truly, the people that have come to us have really been in a good space, have, have understood the, the need to give. And I think that's because I'm projecting that. I have told that story about that client. I immediately started telling it as soon as we got, like, he left. I was like, he probably was like, I hate her. But <laughs> I needed to tell that story because I need people to understand who I am and what I want. So that I have to be authentic. I also lived in New York. So I lived in New York a long time. It's kind of funny. I mean, but I think a lot of times that's what people really like. Yeah. Yeah. And I, a lot of, yeah, I, this is a straight I, shooter. I was about to say that actually, I think the more authentic you are, the more yeah. people can, can buy into you and the more latch on and, and like, and, and actually, you know, I don't think it's a, a bad thing if people start disliking you because you can't please everyone. What, what, you can't. what you create. And you don't people... want to work with those people, right? No, no exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Helen, Go work Helen, with somebody else. <laughs> Helen Morrell answered Stephen as well. She's put, I think if you tried to project something which was uh, more, which was misaligned with who you are, your values, your business values, et cetera, then you're, you'd become exhausted really quickly. It would be hard to maintain mm -hmm. the act permanently. So I think that's a, yeah. a fair point. She had a, another point, which was 
I think when you're running a small business, you are the brand. People are invested in you and how you show up to serve your clients. Potential clients has to be consistent. Are you yes. the brand uh, for, for in a well in a small business in a big business? Are you the brand? Yes. I mean, there always there always needs to be a face, essentially, there, because again, you, you mentioned that the the P to P, H to H, whatever you want to call it, um, people connect with people, not faceless entities, not faceless brands. So, you know, even for like PE firms that we work with, right? I need a person that's going to be the face that's going to talk about why they're great. You wouldn't think about venture capitalists, um, you know, venture capital firms, right? You wouldn't think of them having a face, but they have started to learn that, that people are like, I have a choice where I, I mean, essentially I, who I'm going to give part of my business to, I have a choice. Do I want someone that's just going to like, I always think about like pretty woman and I know that it was different, but anyway, you know, the, the um, Richard Gere character went in and he would just buy him and just like, destroy the companies, right? So you're like, I don't want to bring in somebody like that. It's going to come in and destroy my company, right? Going to break it up into all of its parts and leave me with the, you know, the the bad stuff. I won't say that. So won't curse um, necessarily <laughs> in the morning. But um, so, you, but you want to know that, right? And that's all done really through your personal brand. And and it's it's so key when you are a solopreneur, when you are a small business owner, because who, who are you going to have do it? Like who else is there? And there's nobody better than you. And, and that was for me, one of the biggest things when I was really scared about going up and pitching my business, when I was pitching online profile pros for funding is that there really wasn't anyone better. I mean, my business partner, but I was better uh, at kind of talking and public speaking because of my acting experience than he was. But yeah, there wasn't anyone better that knew the business that could sell the business. So that's why it's so important. So so how do you go about starting to personal brand? What what are the some of the, the key things that you could consider doing, perhaps if you've not really put yourself out there before and instead you focused on pushing your LinkedIn company page, which yeah. so many uh, small businesses <clears throat> do. Um, you know, what, uh, what what are some of the things to consider uh, and, and how to flip that? Um, well, I, I actually just did this for something else. So I kind of like had six tips. Uh, let me hope it, hopefully I can remember them all because I don't have them on the screen. <laughs> but um, what a first and foremost is that you need to know, um, you need to know who your audience is. So, well, actually, number one was actually know your goals. What are your goals in personal branding? Was it is it clients, deal flow, uh, speaking engagements? Know who what you're trying to get out of it, yeah. and then know who your ideal audience is. Right. So, if it's speaking engagements, you want to get in front of those people. You want to connect and um, deal with those people. So then, you need to essentially craft the narrative, craft content around what those people are looking for what those people need, how they could kind of organically find you. Um, so <clears throat> that is going to be very, very key. And then something that we talked about um, earlier, I think when we were in the green room, but basically you need to be consistent. You need to figure out how much you can actually take on and don't overdo it because then you're going to quit. <laughs> so, cause we were talking about how you're like, Oh, you know, um, how many times have you done LinkedIn lives? And I'm like, I've did it a couple of times. And I was like, you know, what? It is just not one of the 80,000 things I'm going to add to my plate because I just can't do it. You know, 
I haven't learned TikTok. I haven't learned reels. My team will take videos that I do and I make a reel out of it because I am not doing this crazy stuff not happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have to really figure out what you want to do. And the, really the key thing too is, yeah, like if you love TikTok, TikTok is like your jam, but your clients aren't there, then use it for play. Um, don't do anything embarrassing that would repel those clients, but go and do be very active on the platforms where your ideal audience is active. Don't be focused over here going like, oh my God, I hope that I get a TEDx talk by doing, you know, you know, things on TikTok. Could it happen? Maybe, but kind of not thinking that's where they really need to be. So be, yeah, just figure out all of those things and be consistent. Um, and and the, the really the key thing is creating content that your ideal client is, you know, is asking for, right? You're kind of teeing them up to want to work with you. I work with um, some you know real estate agents. And one of my favorite things, because it was one of the questions I had when we sold our um, house, is do I really need to stage my house? Can I sell my house without staging it? Tell me why. So, you know, research that kind of thing. And you know, I'm in Los Angeles, so it's the the likelihood of a Los Angeles based real estate agent showing up in my feed is higher than somebody else. So all the algorithmic things show up, right? I'm, not, I'm probably not going to get a, a real estate agent in the UK because of where I live. Of course. So you know, all of these things go into play. But then I see this person, and I'm like, okay, should let me see what other things he or she has done. Should I work with them? It's, it's a way to tee up your ideal client for what you want you know, for, for them to work with you, for them to hire you. So yeah, so many things, but I, I kind of, it's a lot and I don't want anyone to be stressed about it, but, but you're talking about steps. So those are the steps that you need to take before you start creating the content. Do you need to stage your house to sell it? Yes. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were going to say yes. <laughs> no, weirdly, weirdly enough. Um, it, and, and it's expensive because we, we, we moved out of our New York um, apartment um, and moved across the country. This was in uh, 2013. And um, yeah, like we had to take all of our furniture out. So it was our furniture was in storage for six months because it if you ever had dealt with New York real estate, you know that it can take forever to close um, just because of co-op board approvals and all this crazy stuff. Anyway, so but we took all our furniture out and they're like, well, you could, you could significantly reduce the, you know, what, what price you get. Because if you think about how big New York apartments are, even if you have, you know, we had a two bedroom apartment, it still can be kind of tiny. And if you have no furniture in there, it can, you know, people can't conceptualize like, can I, can my couch fit here? Can I, could this be my child's bedroom? So yeah, <laughs> it really has a big effect. So yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I thought I thought it would be a yes. Yes. Um, so, so in terms of uh, personal branding, we, one of the key messages I've heard from you is a lot of it is about giving and being yes. resourceful, yes. being helpful. Um, what uh, you know? Other other particular. Um, uh, other particular strategies. You know, I've seen people, for example, create. Uh, Facebook groups where they, and I know that you said be on the platform where your audience is, mm -hmm. um, 
but um, you know, uh, one of the, the techniques I've seen a lot of people that are doing personal branding well is where they've created a Facebook group and they are sort of just being themselves in there all the time and and creating mm-hmm. some sort of fan group. Is, is that is that mm-hmm. something that you often see, or is that is is that um, do you see do you see other examples of that on different platforms in different ways, or is this just about? making sure that your face is on everything as as simple as that. So, you know, when the content goes out, making sure that, you know, there's a face to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, one thing I want to mention, because you back to your earlier point was that um, I've always been a storyteller. (laughs) So I can't answer just yes. It's always yes and blah. Anyway, so that's why my life stories are longer. But anyway, I like it. (laughs) Thank you. and and as we were talking about earlier, that's the key to improv. Yes, and which I didn't know. Yes. How um, how long how long did you do acting until what what age did you did you uh, move on from acting? Um, basically, um, the kind of the acting world in the U.S. changed. Um, everything went towards non non union, non SAG, and so the kind of the money wasn't there. And I know that it sounds you know. We all have to live. We all have to make a living. Pay your pay your you know car payment, mortgage, whatever, right? And it acting just, is tough. I wasn't I wasn't able to do that, even though I booked jobs. The yeah. jobs that I booked, you know, literally. I mean, I I did commercials. I, do you know Target? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did a Target commercial for the holidays. I was uh, I I call it Claire in Espanol because they had me in Spanish and English. Um, cause of, you know, cause that's, that's often what I did. I was also did Walmart, same Spanish and English and, um, Nissan commercials. So if you think about those, those are huge, huge companies. Um, back in the day, uh, you know, probably in like the nineties, you would make six figures from that, from that. So if you think about the, the, the reality of you booking a job, you probably would only book one of those huge, you know, commercials once a year. But you could live on that. But so then, that then that's the kind of. But yeah, then it became you know you're making yeah. four figures. You're yeah. like what? Yeah. <laughs> like this isn't <laughs> going to pay them. It's not going to keep me going for a whole year. Um, okay, so, so I was yeah. So 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 go on then. So so what are the some of the things that the strategies that you've seen in terms of personal branding? And is it just about you know putting a face out there? Is that well, is, is, so is that the way? Is that I'm technique? not a fan of 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 Facebook meta, I'm not a fan. Oh, meta, I know you're that right. I'm on here. Yeah. Yeah. Meta, yeah. So, um, I don't like the, a lot of their, um, kind of invasive privacy policies, but they all, all of them have it. So I'm not a big fan of that. Um, I, you, basically I belong to some Facebook groups, but they have to drag me in there kicking and screaming pretty much. Um, I do, I b- fully believe in an omni-channel approach. Everyone has probably two channels that where their ideal clients are, maybe more. And that's where you need to be. So I definitely do not, this, especially last year, like um, I saw the craziest stuff happening in Facebook, where if you said the C word, you would be cut off. If you, you know, misinformation, you're like, we just randomly said it passing. So you do not own even your I, Facebook group. I, I wasn't what? thinking. I wasn't thinking. COVID no, it's when, a. I wasn't thinking oh, oh, COVID oh. when you no, said. No, that. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Me, I call it. it the, me, I call it the c word. 
took me a minute to realize that you were talking about COVID. Yeah, no, um, whenever I, whenever we um, film my podcast or one for my clients, we tell them not to say it because if we are on YouTube, literally they will not allow it to have as many views. Like you, it's a significant yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and you can't run any ads like, on it if it has it. Like literally it will not go through uh, Google ads. So you start to see this, you're like, whoa, this is crazy. So if you think about the fact that you're always at the, really at the mercy of all of these algorithms, why, you know, kind of go suicide with one? You can't. Yeah. Um, so yeah. one, one um, coach don't that- all your, Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically this one coach that I was working with, she, or, or she basically was doing a live and she was doing, a, it was a, a you know five-day masterclass that she was doing and she was cut off during her live stream and told that she was giving, that, that basically she had stolen the information she was giving. <laughs> it was like, wow. what? Wow. I'm, what? Yeah, bizarre. Um, but basically people signed up, it kind of hurt their business. And like, but if you'd had, like you do, you were saying I'm on, you know, you can find me on LinkedIn, you can find me on YouTube, you can find me on Facebook. So if you, if you knew, oh my God, why did his Facebook go, ah, I gotta go find him on YouTube. So, you know, you can't be at the mercy of these platforms. And it, that's the kind of thing that I've, I've realized and I put a lot of um, effort into Instagram and things just started to get harder, harder to get your visibility, harder to do all these things. So yeah, omni-channel approach, definitely, you know, be in multiple places because if you're not, you could kind of be bitten by these, uh, these algorithmic changes that you have nothing to do with. So I'm, I'm, I'm one of the things that we were talking about before we went live was around, look, this isn't about just getting it right now and setting it. Mm. It's about mm. a continual conversation. It's not right. about fixing your LinkedIn profile and I'm just done. leaving it. Mm. Uh, it's so, so what, so, so, you know, how often should you be looking back at LinkedIn or, 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 or is that the message about don't getting too, don't get too stuck in trying to have to think of something right now for it, but actually you can mold it very easily next week. So it's, so it's, just it's, get started. It, yeah. And, 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 you know, you don't get fixated on these like static things, right? Oh my God, my, my can't, I'm not going to put any image up because I don't know if it's perfect. Yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. Um, I, I, I see a lot of people get fixated, fixated on the personal branding statement. Calm down. It's not a make or break. Like it's really not. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, you just so do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? I do. Okay, so he's, I mean, he's big, curse he's is big like on a TikTok. sailor. Yeah, curse is like a sailor. Like I mean, just I mean, if you look at how he shows up uh, on the, I mean, awful. I mean, the guy is a millionaire. The horrible video. The video is never clear. It's never HD. It's like the shaky, you know, iPhone photo. It's awful. But and you think about his personal brand. He's ever shaven completely. His hat's all weird. Yeah. So kind of looks. You've got a serious pretty... dislike to him, haven't you? <laughs> no, but if you think about how he's presenting himself, it might be kind of like, oh, who is this guy? But he gives really good information. Yeah, yeah. He shows up consistently, and he's got a big team. 
that'll splice and dice all of his information over and over and over. But if you think about the fact that he shows up, I mean, even though he kind of shows up and, um, you know, doesn't look perfect, there's probably somebody that looks more, more polished, right? But who are you going to work with? Probably you want to work with Gary Vee because you're like, the guy knows so much. And he consistently learns. He'll tell you he doesn't know everything. He's, he puts a lot of effort into, into giving, into his team, into things that a lot of people don't do. Um, and you kind of look at that. You're like, wow, not only does he, is he really smart in, a, you know, he started out in wine, if anyone even knows that at this point, because um, he does everything. Now he's like, now he's doing crypto. Now he's, I mean, he says, I mean, baseball cards. You're like, what does the guy not do? But <laughs> The thing is, is that you look at how he kind of lives his life and he's very true. He's very authentic and he truly does care about the people that work for him. If you've ever seen, I mean, I do follow him. He talks a lot about his team building and, um, and, and that kind of thing. And that's a very, very important thing for building his business. And that's probably why not, it is why he's been so successful. So it don't get stuck in, you know, this perfection because it's the content and the sharing that is going to be more important than anything else. And you can see the way, the way Gary does it, you know, you can cut out the, uh, you know, the ums and things like that, that are not perfect in a video. You see that all the time in the stuff that he does, but get out the information. And that is going to be what really attracts people. So I think that that's, yeah. Make it, you know, do a good, clean up some stuff, get rid of things that aren't working, make sure that your photos look good, put, at least put a branding statement. You can always change it later, but share information that will actually help people, um, be part of, 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 um, you know, Facebook groups and communities help people. And that is going to be what really moves and propels your personal brand. And one of the things that I actually like to think about your personal brand is it has a compounding effect. That's why it's so important to know what you want to do and start doing it, start sharing content, sharing information. You don't even have to like create your own content at the very beginning. You could share information that you find online and give people, Hey, I saw this article. Um, and here's my take on it. What do you think? I mean, so there's, that's also sharing your personal brand because people will be like, wow, you know, he's such a great curator of content. Yeah. So there's so many ways to, to do it. You just need to start. And I think there's a people like the vulnerability of being able to watch people go on this journey. So mm-hmm. sort of to see to see them sort of starting out on their personal brand and making a few mistakes in a video. But yeah. it, as you say, as long as the content is giving resource help, that that's I think it's I think it's attractive seeing that vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't hate Gary Vee, <laughs> I, I, but, but I'm just using an example. It's good. It's a good it's, example. It's a brilliant example. In fact, uh, Stephen agrees with you. He says he loves Gary Vee as well. Abrasive, but he says exactly what he thinks without the filter. Uh, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> this has uh, been absolutely brilliant, Claire. Um, it's very clear uh, that we all need a personal brand and why it matters um, yeah. and actually how we could uh, how it could go against us in a negative way if yes. we just ignore it and don't do anything about it. Um, it's been delightful, Claire. Where Thank Just you. remind everyone, if they're wanting to uh, 
get onto one of your courses or to get some of your help, uh, get yeah. onto one of your programs, should I say, what's yeah. the, where, do, where do we need to go to? Clairebond.com. So C-L-A-I-R-E-B-A-H-N.com. And if we're looking for uh, getting into uh, online dating, where do we go to for that one? <laughs> you go to online profile pros. Cool. That's um, in the States, yeah. is it? Yeah, it is. Well, we, we, we help people for the photography portion that is in the United States only, but we do help people with their profiles and we have dating coaching and that can be anywhere. Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. Two for the price of one. There you go. <laughs> it's been absolutely brilliant. Uh, thank you so thank much. You. Really appreciate it. If you were listening, watching, uh, please do. If you've got questions uh, afterwards, please do put them on the uh, on the chat. I'll put some links in the show notes afterwards as well. But really, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, uh, and we will see you all soon. Thanks, Claire. Take care. Thank you. Cheers. Tony. You've been listening to the Johnny Ross Audio Experience. Thanks so much for joining me. If you want to continue the conversation, head over to my website, fleet.marketing, or find me on LinkedIn. That's all for today. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, tag me in your social media posts, and please leave me a review on iTunes. It will make a huge difference for me. I will see you soon.